Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Generation Broadway. I am your host, Jillian Kidd. I am so, so excited to be here today. We are on episode three, and we are talking about upcoming movie musicals. We're kind of in a period right now where we're getting a lot of news about movie musicals, whether it's new releases, how things are now going to be released because of the pandemic, and different casting announcements and things like that. So I thought it would be fun and like kind of a cool thing to do to just run through all of the news we're hearing about and deliver it in a more concise manner so it, that it's less of like a whirlwind of information. Um, so basically how this is going to work is I am just going to take you through six major musicals that we will for sure be seeing in the next two or so years. And then I'll kind of go over the cast, the creative team, I'll give a brief description of the movie and what we can expect in the plot of it, and then I'll kind of go over my opinion of it and what I think it might be like. Finally, at the end of the episode, I will be doing kind of a rapid-fire explanation of movies that are in pre-production or are in development, so they haven't started filming yet, but they will probably be having more information announced in the coming months as they make advances in their filming. Uh, the second thing I wanted to say is that all of my information for this is coming from a couple of websites. It's coming from Playbill.com and then a few other websites, and I will link them all in the description in case you guys want to go do some more reading about this. Playbill.com is really good for it as they have a good, concise list about any new developments that are coming in about these movie musicals however they're short bits of information so if you want to read more into it i can provide some other links in the episode's bio and finally a bit of exciting news is that i made an instagram page for our podcast Um, it is called um, generation broadway all one word and i will leave a link for that in the bio as well please feel free to give it a follow and while you're at it give this podcast a follow It's very exciting. I do new episodes every week. So without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. Alrighty, up first today we have In the Heights. Now, I'm sure a lot of you guys have heard about this one a little bit more. It was supposed to be released last year in June, but it got pushed back and delayed a lot because of the pandemic, which um, ultimately led to us getting Hamilton a year earlier, which was very exciting. But now we're kind of coming into a point where we will be seeing In the Heights finally released. It's going to be released June 18th, 2021, both in theaters and on HBO Max simultaneously. So that is super exciting that they're finally getting to see it released. The cast includes Anthony Ramos, Melissa Barrera, Stephanie Beatriz, Gregory Diaz IV, Leslie Grace, Corey Hawkins, Daphne Rubin Vega, and Jimmy Smith. That is a lot of names. It is a really big cast and a very ensemble-heavy production. It was, the musical was, the trailer seems to be following that as well. Uh, For the creative team, so far kind of what we know is that Lin-Manuel Miranda was involved to some extent, and it was directed by John Cho, who also did Crazy Rich Asian. So In the Heights tells the story of the neighborhood of Washington Heights in New York City. It focuses on bodega owner Usnavi, who is trying to get the attention of Vanessa. Uh, simultaneously to this, he is dreaming of opening a bar in his home country of the, D- the Dominican Republic. The movie also tells the story of Nina, who is keeping a big secret from her family, and Benny, who is shamelessly in love with Nina despite the disapproval of her father. Suddenly, everything changes when it is revealed that Usnavi's bodega sold the winning lottery ticket. 
So that is all kind of the crucial information about In the Heights and the release. And I think it's actually going to be really good. It's promising that Lin-Manuel Miranda was involved in it. Um, he is going to be making a brief cameo in the movie. So at least to some extent, he was on set. He was seeing what was happening. The trailer looks beautiful. Visually, it looks amazing. You can tell even from the trailer alone that they are staying true to the content of the musical while also trying to bring it into a bit more of a modern era. The musical was made, I think, about 10 years ago, so it is a little bit dated just because of how things have changed over time and progressed. Um, so I think it will be really interesting to see how they bring it forward in time and keep it up to date. The big, big thing I wanted to talk about for this show is the cast. It looks so incredible. Anthony Ramos seems perfectly cast in this. He did, probably two years ago at this point, he did a production of In the Heights done by Lin-Manuel Miranda uh, in Washington, and he was so good. All of the clips they released, he sounds perfect for the role. He has the right energy for it. He plays that kind of dreamer and, like, hopeful type really well and I think he'll do so phenomenally in this and I love his voice and I'm really excited to hear him again because he kind of had a smaller role in a lot of his other stuff so I can't wait to hear him kind of take on a bigger role in this. I'm also very excited to see Corey Hawkins as Benny. He sounds really good from the trailer. I haven't really seen him in anything else so I think he'll do a really good job with this. He kind of fits the role really well. He seems to have the good sound for it just from the trailer alone, and I think that that's very promising. The rest of the cast also seems very well suited to this. Of course, you do have um, Olga Meredith, who is returning to her role of Abuela Claudia. She played Abuela Claudia on Broadway, and it's really exciting that they're bringing her back into this and shows that they are making an effort to stay true to the original source material that they're going off of. Moving on to number two, we have West Side Story. This is, again, another movie that was pushed back because of the pandemic. And ultimately, we are now seeing it. We we're supposed to see it 2020. And now we are seeing it December 10th, 2021. There has been no talk of releasing it on streaming services either. So for now, as it stands, it is going to be released December 10th in theaters. However, we are living in a global pandemic, so that is subject to change. <laughs> The cast includes Ansel Elgort, Rachel Zegler, Ariana DeBose, Mike Feist, and the living legend Rita Moreno. It has the creative team of Steven Spielberg directing and the screenplay by Tony Kushner. So if you don't know, West Side Story is a more modern telling of Romeo and Juliet. It tells the story of Tony and Maria, who are two star-crossed lovers belonging to opposing gangs in the Upper West Side of New York during a power struggle where both gangs are trying to take control of their territory. Guys, I'm so excited for this. <laughs> I'm so excited. Even just based on the cast alone, you have Rachel Zegler, Ariana DeBose, Mike Feist, and Rita Moreno. And that isn't even the whole cast. That is like the main roles. There's so many other names that I didn't include because it's just such an, it's a big cast. It's ensemble based. I don't want to name them all or else I'd be here for days. 
I'm so excited that they brought Rita Moreno back. I think she's so talented, and it's really cool that they are bringing back, again, like Emma Heights did, that they're bringing back an actor from their kind of original source material and bringing her into this to show that they are working and they are understanding that they have a basis and they have something that they have to work um, on. I'm so excited to see Rachel Zegler. She is a newcomer. She hasn't really been in anything. This is definitely her breakout role, but she posts a ton of videos of her singing on Instagram and YouTube, and I highly recommend you go check them out. She is so talented. Um, There's a video of her singing Shallows from A Star is Born, and she just blows it out of the water, so I can't wait to see her in this. I think she's going to do so well. Up next, we have Ariana DeBose, who I'm obsessed with. She is so talented. We've recently seen her in The Prom as Alyssa and in Hamilton as The Bullet, which was super cool. And I think she has an amazing... I think she's so well cast for this. She's such a great dancer, so she'll be able to bring that. Um, she is, of course, playing Anita. And I think that she has like kind of that feistiness to her, but also like she's very assertive, so I think she'll be a really great Anita, and I think I can't wait to see that happen. Next up, we have Mike Feist, who is so talented. Recently, he's been in Dear Evan Hansen. He was also in Newsies, so obviously he is, he is a dancer. He has that kind of background to him. I am very excited to see this because there isn't much footage of Mike Feist dancing, so I kind of want to see that. I think he'll be very good. He has a wonderful singing voice, and he's also very intimidating looking, so I think he'll make a great riff, and I can't wait to hear him sing cool. Something I think this musical, this movie musical has to its advantage is that there are so many adaptations and versions of West Side Story that it's kind of hard at this point to get it wrong. You've seen four or five Broadway revivals, all having different casts, all having a different perspective and story to tell, with the most recent cast or having a shorter runtime and cutting out two of the bigger songs from the show to tell a different perspective and bringing it into a more modern era. So I think because of that, this movie is able to then, like, it's hard to get it wrong because there's so many different versions. There's so many different things you could do. The world's their oyster. They have so much they could work with. And I think it'll be really interesting to see if, if they follow the direct plot that the first movie did or if they expand on it or if they change it in any other way. And with that, we are moving right along to number three, which is everybody's talking about Jamie. They have yet to announce a release date for the movie, but they have recently released a trailer, and I highly recommend you go check it out. So, Everybody's Talking About Jamie stars Richard E. Grant, Sharon Horgan, and Max Harwood as the titular Jamie New. The creative team is Jonathan Bertrell, who is directing, and Tom McRae, who does screenwriting. Very notably, this is the same creative team that was behind the musical. Everybody's Talking About Jamie tells the story of Jamie New, who is a 16-year-old who dreams of being a drag queen. He struggles with his confidence and throughout the movie is supported by his mother and his dear friend from school, Preddy, and ultimately works on gaining his confidence to become his true self. I am very excited for this movie. I do not know much about the musical as it has originated in the West End and unfortunately hasn't really hit big in Canada and the United States yet. So I'm really excited to see it become a feature film. Normally you don't see kind of smaller West End productions being made into movies before they have transferred over to America well. I, the musical is based on true events and I think having the original creative team behind it who 
knows the material and knows the story in and out will ultimately only benefit them as they won't risk cutting out important bits of the story. So I really look forward to seeing that. The trailer visually looks stunning. I am so excited to see it on the big screen. It looks like it is just there. There's raw emotional scenes in it that are really close and comforting, but there's also these big dance numbers with spectacles in them. And I think that that is a very fine line to walk with the movie. Hopefully we'll do it really well. Beyond that, the trailer showed us a little bit more about Max Hardwood. This is his kind of breakout role, and I think he's very well cast to play Jamie. He matches the energy that we've seen a lot of other actors who have played Jamie New have and bring to the role, and that's something that I think can be applauded and hopefully will be maintained throughout the movie. And moving right along, we have number four. I have been highly looking forward to and have a lot of opinions on is Dear Evan Hansen, the feature film. They don't have a release date for this yet. They are in post-production, which is very exciting. The cast includes, and this is a huge cast, so bear with me. The cast includes Ben Platt, Caitlin Dever, Nick Dodani, Colton Ryan, Amanda Steinberg, Amy Adams, Juliana Moore, Danny Pino, and an ensemble. It is directed by Steven Chomsky, and the screenplay is by Steven Levinson and is being produced by Mark Platt. So for those of you who do not know, Dear Evan Hansen tells the story of Evan, a 16-year-old boy who is struggling with a social anxiety disorder. Evan uses the suicide of his classmate Connor to fit in after a letter Evan wrote to himself is taken by Connor's family, who mistakes it as being written by their son to Evan. So I have very high hopes for this production. I think it is going to be very good. I have somewhat mixed opinions about the cast, but I think the creative team is absolutely perfect. Mark Platt is a very well-known producer who has done other movie musicals and done them really well. Steven Levinson worked on the Broadway show, and Steven Chavsky is a brilliant director who I think could take this and run with it. However, I have somewhat mixed opinions about the cast. <laughs> I think in the past, Nick Dodani has played similar roles to Jared, so I'm hoping that that translates well, and I think he'll, he'll do really well in this. Colton Ryan should also be really great in this. He was the original understudy in the Broadway production, so he understudied Evan, Connor, and Jared. He is, of course, playing Connor in the movie, and I think that that will be well done as well because he has the experience and he understands the role a bit better. Caitlin Dever has the exact right amount of energy to play Zoe. She has the same kind of vibe, and I think she'll do so well in that. The parents were definitely stunt-casted a little bit, and I am kind of worried for the mothers, who are played by Julianne Moore and Amy Adams. These women do play some pretty big roles in the show, so I just kind of hope that they're able to maintain it. Specifically, Amy Adams has a lot of singing she has to get through, but she was pretty good at Enchanted, so I hope she does well in this as well. Okay, on to the big name in this, Ben Platt. Ben Platt originated the role of Evan on Broadway. He did the show for about four years before uh, stepping down and moving on to other things. And he was very great in the role of Evan, and I think he will still be very good at this. I just think that he is a little bit too old now to be playing a high school student. Don't get me wrong, I think Ben is very talented. I think he has an energy that he can bring to this. He has like a an experience with the role and I think he'll do a great job with it. I just 
am worried that there will be a little bit of a disconnect because he is 27 years old playing a high school student and he doesn't really look young for his age he looks like he's 27 which is fine except for when you're watching a movie in a high school and also when you have the other actors around him who can play younger Nick Dodani doesn't look that old Colton Ryan is younger Caitlin Dever looks like she's in high school still so I think Ben might kind of stand out a little bit and part of why I think this sticks out is because there are other actors that I believe could do the role and there are other actors that have done it on Broadway. Taylor Trench is 25 and plays younger roles, like he looks younger. Andrew Barthelman is 18 and could have done a younger role, but kind of regardless of those points, they did cast Ben. He will do an amazing job. He's a brilliant singer. This is kind of, he knows how to do this. I think he'll be great. I just worry that it will feel a little bit disconnected because he looks older. Um, in addition, what kind of stands out about this movie is that they added a whole ensemble to this. They've cast Broadway names in their ensemble, which is exciting. And I know that the original off-Broadway production had an ensemble to it. And it was all like students in high school. But they all that all got cut before they made the transfer to Broadway. So I'm excited to see what that is. Anything that includes the ensemble now will be added and new material. It might be material based off of the original, original production that nobody really saw, but it will be new as it won't be in the Broadway production. So I'm kind of excited to see where they take that. Overall, though, I think it's still going to be very well done. I think my concerns are very small in comparison to what I'm excited about. And people are going to go see it. People are going to like it. Hopefully they stay true to kind of the course material. It looks like from their casting, they might be moving into the book a little bit too. And that'll be really exciting because that kind of delves more into Connor's backstory. And I hope they do that. But anyways, moving right along, we have number five, which is Tick, Tick, Boom. So this will be released at some point in 2021 on Netflix. Netflix is doing a thing where they are releasing a movie a week for the span of the year, and Tick, Tick, Boom is somewhere in that lineup. We don't know when, but it's coming. It'll be here soon. Uh, this movie is starring Andrew Garfield, Joshua Henry, Vanessa Hudgens, Judith Light, Alexander Schiff, and Bradley Whitford. The creative team includes Steven Levinson doing the screenplay, and, oh, it, is, and it is directed by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Tick, Tick, Boom tells the story of John, who is an aspiring composer who lives in New York with his girlfriend and his best friend in the year 1990. On John's 30th birthday, he goes careening towards a midlife crisis as he believes he has chosen the wrong career path and should no longer be a part of the performing arts. This musical was originally written by Jonathan Larson before he unfortunately passed. Jonathan Larson also wrote Rent, and this is kind of has a similar feel and vibe to it. Um, I think this is going to be really great, if not exclusively for the fact that you have Lin-Manuel Miranda directing it. He, This is his first time directing a movie, which is super exciting. However, he also did a stage production of this in the past with Karen Olivo and Leslie Odom Jr., and it was pretty successful. It looked really good from clips I've seen. It was great and accurate. So that's a really good sign that he knows what he's doing with this. Now, the key change between the movie and the stage production is that stage production always only has three actors and they are playing multiple roles throughout the show. And I think it is very logical 
that when you move into the movie, you would have more actors. Like, it makes sense to me that instead of having three people playing 12 roles, you would have 12 people playing 12 roles. And you then, now have the ability to expand on conversations, elaborate more on character development, and I think that, that was a really smart choice. I'm really excited about the cast. However, I did not actually know that Andrew Garfield could sing. He's been on Broadway, but he's been in plays. So I'm really excited to hear his singing voice. Hopefully that works out really well. I'm sure, obviously, if he was cast, he can do something. Um, But the musical does have, like, a pretty raw sound to it. So I'm sure he'll be great. And I'm very excited to hear that. My one kind of main concern with this is that everything I have read really hypes up Vanessa Hudgens. And her character, she plays Cressa, and it's not a big role in the show. So this could mean one of two things. It could mean either it is stunt casting done to its fullest extent, wherein you are seeing them hype up this one actress, and they're like, oh, Vanessa Hudgens is in this, when really she's only in like 20 minutes of it, and it's just to get people to buy tickets and get them in the door. Or they are enhancing her role and they are changing the script. I really, really hope that it is the first version because I think a lot of where this musical lies is between the relationship between John, his friend Michael, and his girlfriend Susan. So I hope they don't change it too much, but it's also Vanessa Hudgens, so who's to say? She's very talented. They could add her and I wouldn't complain too much. Overall, I'm looking forward to seeing this come out, I think, no matter what, it's in good hands with the creative team alone. Now that concludes part one of the podcast where I am talking in long form about musicals that we will absolutely be seeing soon, and we are moving into our rapid-fire pre-production and development shows. I have five that are listed here. Number one, we have Matilda. They have recently announced that Emma Thompson will be playing Miss Trenchpole. I think that is a very interesting choice that I don't really love because that's not really who I picture as Miss Trenchpole. I view Emma Thompson as a little bit more... Uh, soft and quiet and not aggressive and mean and fueling my nightmares. So have Lashana Lynch playing Miss Honey. She's been in Captain Marvel and she is supposed to be the new Bond, which I didn't know about, so I'm excited to see her in that too. And finally, they're bringing in newcomer 11-year-old Alicia Weir to play Matilda. She looks like she will be perfect for the role, so I can't wait to see this. Their director is also Matthew Warshus, who did the stage version in both the West End and on Broadway, so props to that, looking forward. The next four, we have really no information about, but I'm going to talk about them anyways. We have Be More Chill. All we know about this is that Berlanti Productions is saying that they'll produce it, and Joe Iconis, who wrote the book for the original off-Broadway and then Broadway show, is going to be involved. Number three, we have Little Shop of Horrors. Uh, Mark Platt is producing this, so I mentioned him with Dear Evan Hansen. He's done a lot of movie musicals, so that's a good sign. The screenplay is by Matthew Robinson, and it is directed by Greg Berlanti, which is exciting. There have been a lot of rumored casts going around about this, but nothing has been confirmed yet, so a lot of what you read right now might just be a rumor, so make sure you check on that. Number four, we have Mean Girls. So, unfortunately, it was just announced a couple of days ago that Mean Girls on Broadway had to close and wouldn't reopen after the pandemic, which is unfortunate, but most likely Jeff Richmond will be involved with the lyrics and the music, and we have no clue if the Broadway cast will be involved or if they are doing a complete recast for it. And finally, number five, a little bit of a joke, but we have The Wicked Movie. (laughs) The reason why I say this is a joke is that The Wicked Movie has been in talks 
for maybe 10 years at this point. So it's probably, they're definitely doing a Wicked movie, and this character is, this person is definitely being cast. Again, this happens like clockwork, so I really have no idea if any of it is accurate or not. But keep an eye out, maybe it will become. Alrighty, and that concludes this week's episode. Thank you all so very much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. I will be back next week talking about Julian the Phantoms with a special guest. I am very excited for that episode, so please make sure you tune in. So, listen to new musicals, enjoy the rest of your week, and I will see you next time on Generation Broadway.